You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Tuesday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And on today's show, we have a couple things we want to get into. We got the Summer League going on, going to give some breakdowns of the performances from three Iowa Hawkeyes. We have some odds and ends in recruiting, the Hall of Fame news, and some USA basketball that we want to cover as well. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up with Bruce Feldman's Athletic Freak List. If you don't know what it is, stay tuned for Segment 3. You're going to find out. And just a reminder, if you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday's episode, we have Brett Ciancia of Pick 6 Previews on the show. Uh, really phenomenal interview. Really enjoyed him. We are also going to be kicking off our NFL preview series over the next couple days as we break down the Iowa Hawkeyes in the NFL with the NFL experts themselves. We have Sarah Bettinger from the Lockdown Broncos podcast, a huge Iowa fan as well. He's going to be talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Broncos. We got the Titans coming up. We got the Vikings and working on getting several other teams in the mix as well. So stay tuned for all of that. And next week we have our season preview. We are going to be breaking down each and every Power 5 team that Iowa is playing, what they bring to the table, who are their top athletes to watch, what are their strengths for Iowa, what are the weaknesses, and what are some of the key storylines going into those games, and ultimately end with a prediction. That is all coming up on next week's episodes of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast, so stay tuned for all that. But let's get into the odds and end. First and foremost, in Iowa football, Duke Slater and Alex Karras were inducted into the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. Um, if you don't know who those guys are, you got to check them out. Uh, truly amazing athletes and, and really incredible stories as well but awesome to see two more Iowa Hawkeyes go into the Hall of Fame even if it is a bit later than what it should have been I'm happy that they got in nonetheless and other Iowa football news Brian Allen pushed his commitment date back now for those of you who know who I'm talking about Brian Allen is a potential recruit in the Iowa class of 2022 um, as we all know Iowa hasn't had the most dominant recruiting classes we have seen in past years. Um, Brian Allen is a defensive line prospect out of Illinois, six foot three, two hundred thirty pounds, ranked eight hundred and forty first in twenty four seven sports composite rankings. And right now he's between Illinois and Iowa. And I'll tell you this: Illinois is doing a pretty good job in recruiting to this point. And if they steal another guy that Iowa is interested in, that really concerns me. Brett Belima doing a phenomenal job of coming in and building up a talented recruiting class already to this point. 39th in the nation. He's stolen several guys who Iowa specifically wanted. But nevertheless, here we are. Brian Allen, though, between Iowa and Illinois. Um, Iowa really needs to land this kid, I think, to in order just to you know continue that perception or to hopefully take away some of the perception that recruiting has really struggled. Um, losing another guy to a, a Big Ten school uh, would be a, a tough blow nonetheless. However, this Friday, we have a running back who is more than likely committing to the Iowa Hawkeyes. I'm very, very excited about that. Finally happening. Iowa has been in on several running backs and just has not had the best of luck grabbing them. Uh, it, just, it seems like they have several people that they're always looking at, and they just have not committed to the Iowa Hawkeyes. 
starting with Arlen Harris, who committed to Stanford, and then Aiden Lowry was another big one who just recently committed to Illinois, really thought he was going to be going to Iowa, so that was a bit unfortunate as well. But Jazzian Patterson is a big-time running back, a top 500 recruit, a four-star by, four by several outlets, has 23 offers. Some of his recruiting has toned down a little bit, but that worked out well in favor of Iowa, and they are hot on his trails. He is going to be committing with his team on August 17th, so be on the lookout for that. That is likely it for commitments for the next at least month, I would say. Now, there is an offensive line prospect that Iowa is pretty high on. Uh, there is a chance that he could be committing sometime soon, but um, he's kind of more into Wisconsin at this point. Carson Hinsman, a top 200 prospect, 6'4", 280-pound kid, uh, ranked 139th by 24-7 sports composite. He has a crystal ball to Wisconsin with a 7, but he did want to wait a little bit longer, so there's a chance Iowa could still be in on him, but right now it's looking like just Jazz and Patterson, potentially Brian Allen, although that has been delayed indefinitely. And as of right now, we are basically just waiting for Iowa to pick some of those under-the-radar guys that they have done such a good job of finding, especially with a senior season that they did not really get to see a lot of game film for sophomore or junior year, I should say. So having that senior year tape is going to be huge for Iowa as they try to fill out this recruiting class. The last piece before we go into segment two, uh, Caitlin Clark is playing phenomenal for Team USA in the Under-19 World Championships. She scored 24 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, and had a plus 37, plus minus on the court when they beat Hungary 99-59. to And she plays today versus Egypt. As you're listening to this, today versus Egypt at 1230. So if you have a chance, try to catch that. Caitlin Clark dominating international competition just like she dominated Big 10 competition as well. So really awesome seeing Iowa Hawkeyes thrive across the country. Coming up on segment number two, we are going to get into the summer league though. Want to do a quick roundup of that and what we're learning from the summer league matchups. Before we get into that though, you know, I want to tell you about rockauto.com, the sponsor of today's show. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand the warehouse happens to carry. You have the computers with access to rockauto.com and you can save some money and put some time back in your pocket as well along with that money. I went to rockauto.com, took me five minutes to find both the parts I needed, saved me $50 and saved me 30 minutes of travel time and i would recommend rockauto.com to anyone needing auto part at this time so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right, y'all, we are back for segment two of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Lockdown Sports Network. And as I told you before we took a quick break, we are going to touch on the Summer League. You have an opportunity to see three Iowa Hawkeyes playing in the Summer League. Um, obviously, Joe Wieskamp had a few games last week in a kind of a smaller league, but we have the main Summer League going on right now. Joe Wieskamp played last night. He plays tonight, he plays Thursday, and he plays Sunday. You can catch those games on ESPNU um, on Thursday and NBA TV on Tuesday and Sunday. Luka Garza and Tyler Cook, they are getting a bit more primetime exposure because of Cade Cunningham. 
but they play tonight on ESPN. They play on a Friday on NBA TV and Saturday on ESPN2. Check it out there. Um, in their debuts, pretty darn good. Luka Garza in 12 minutes and 59 seconds of play went 3 of 5 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3, 4 rebounds and 1 assist. He started making his name known very quickly in that game. Honestly, I thought he did pretty well. Uh, there was a, a lot of their plays were pick and rolls with Luka Garza as the option. Now, he wasn't always getting the look, and I thought there were several times where he could, if it was Iowa, he would have gotten that ball and he would have scored. But because, obviously, summer league play, some of these guys are trying to get their own. Um, they weren't looking as closely for Luka Garza. But those pick and rolls, I thought he did a really good job on. But most importantly, defensively, I thought he actually did a pretty good job of matching up on his guys. He wasn't going to be a dominant defender. We know he was never going to be a dominant defender. But he's able to hold his own. And several times when teams ran pick and rolls against Iowa, Luka Garza was able to stay in front of their guys um, a couple times getting matched up on guards and was able to keep them in front of him as opposed to letting them blow past him, which is typically what you would expect considering how concerned people were about Luka Garza's defense. I thought he struggled a little bit rebounding the ball, but overall he was in good position, was boxing out, um, just felt like you know uh, they were, he was just struggling a bit in that department. But overall you saw the shooting stroke, and I expect him to continue to get some more minutes. 12 minutes and 59 seconds, so not exactly what I was hoping for. But again, he made his name known. Uh, finishing three of five from the field, one of three from three, uh, added a couple free throws and got four rebounds and one assist. Tyler Cook played a lot of minutes, 23 minutes, finished four of eight for 11 points, five rebounds, two blocks, and finished with a plus two. Tyler Cook, again, in an unfortunate unfortunate situation, uh, just days away from the guaranteed contract for next year, and he gets cut, uh, looking to play his way onto another squad. I believe Tyler Cook has the ability to do that. We saw what he could do when he got more minutes playing for the Pistons. I can only imagine another team is going to come calling after they see how he plays in this summer league. But again, Luka Garza, Tyler Cook, both in the Pistons, both fun to watch again on the NBA roster. And then Joe Wieskamp did play last night, um, had three points on one-on-one shooting in 16 minutes, not really getting a lot of looks. And again, I think with the summer league, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Now, there are going to be guys who perform really well. There are going to be guys that don't perform as well as they're trying to get used to playing with new guys for the first time in a little bit. And also, you got to factor in a lot of these guys don't have roster spots. They aren't draft picks. They are trying to prove themselves. So every time they get a chance to prove themselves, they're going to do so. So that means driving to the basket and not kicking it out for a wide open Joe Wieskamp. In their mind, it's better to drive to the basket and get buckets than to kick it out to a wide open Joe Wieskamp. So that's a little bit unfortunate to see that kind of all playing out. Um, but I don't think it's going to hurt Joe Wieskamp's spot on the Spurs roster. Again, when I looked at that roster, I didn't feel like they had very many legitimate shooting threats, especially after last year struggling so much. I feel like Joe Wieskamp really feel, fills that Danny Green role quite nicely. And when you are pick 41 in the NBA draft, they do have a plan for you. There is an expectation that you are going to be a role player going forward. And when you can shoot like Joe Wieskamp can shoot, you better expect him to make a roster. And that's what I think is most interesting about Luka Garza. You know, there is concerns about whether or not he's going to make the roster or whether or not he's going to spend um, a lot of time in the G League this first year. I don't think the G League would be the worst thing for him as he continues to show his defensive ability. But what I think is interesting is when you have a guy who's six foot eleven, and yes, he might not be the most efficient or quick mover ever 
he can shoot the ball well. So he's stretching the floor every time he's down on the floor or down the court um, on the offensive side of the ball. And as we saw with the Detroit Pistons, they were running a ton of pick and rolls for him. So they were basically getting him, getting the other team's center out on the perimeter, running that pick and roll. And at that point, that creates a, na- a matchup nightmare for the team. They cannot sag off on Luka Garza because he'll be able to shoot the ball. If they choose to try to play up tight on Luka Garza, well, that gives the guard a really good opportunity to drive to the basket. If both those guys take the guard, Luka Garza is going to be wide open, either coming down to the basket or staying out for a shot. Either way, he's stretching the floor. So I, to me, I just look at that, and I think with this young Detroit Pistons roster and with a dearth of big men who can shoot threes as efficiently as Luka Garza can, I don't see how he doesn't make a roster. Now, Tyler Cook probably, you know, is more athletic and has, you know, uh, overall probably a higher ceiling, but he doesn't bring uh, that unique skill set that Luka Garza brings, the, the ability to shoot the three and stress the four. Tyler Cook, a freak athlete, but doesn't have that shooting ability like Luka Garza, which to me is a, a trait that will bode well for Luka as he tries to make this Detroit Piston roster. Uh, but again, you can catch them throughout this week. We'll be trying to break down all that coverage on those guys, and we're going to try to get some of the hosts of the Locked On Pistons and the hosts of the Locked On Spurs on the show to talk a little bit more about both of these Iowa Hawkeyes, similar to our NFL season preview, doing somewhat of an NBA season preview as well for some of these Iowa Hawkeyes, so stay tuned for that. Coming up on segment three, we're going to get into Bruce Feldman's athletic freak list. There was an Iowa Hawkeye on it. I want to tell you about the list, which Iowa Hawkeye was there, and what do I or who, which Hawkeyes do I think will be next on this list. So we're going to be breaking all of that down on segment three of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag, the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and the NFL and college football seasons are right around the corner. You can bet on preseason action if you want, but the real action is coming up very soon. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch or the next snap, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and get a free account today. Don't send the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the run to the playoffs or begin their quest for a Super Bowl title. Head, head again, head over to that website, use your mobile device, get that free account, and you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, y'all, we are back for our third and our final segment of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes and the Lockdown Sports Network. And we are breaking down Bruce Feldman's athletic freak list. You might have heard of this before, but if you haven't, what Bruce Feldman does is he tries to showcase guys who generate buzz inside their respective programs by displaying the rare physical abilities that wow even those observed who observe gifted athletes every day. That's straight from his article. Now, past guys who've been on this list include Tristan Wirfs. And Iowa typically has a couple guys that I think would be capable of being on this list. And Iowa, known as a developmental program, they do such a good job of finding incredibly explosive interior, which is offensive linemen in general, and defensive linemen, which allows them to obviously be on this list. Tyler Linderbaum, though, um, he was on Bruce Feldman's Athletic Freak list, which is a list of, I believe, 15 guys. Tyler Linderbaum checking in there. Uh, as we saw what Tyler Linderbaum could do. Obviously, he is a multi-sport athlete coming out of high school, was a phenomenal wrestler, uh, converted from defensive line over to center and became you know, an all-Big Ten lineman after just two years. 
We also saw him last year running down the field with Tyler Goodson. He's that kind of fast. And the reports coming out of the University of Iowa is that he ran a 1.55 10-yard split and a 4.22 shuttle, which is incredibly fast. That is moving for anyone, including an offensive lineman. And he recently won first in the Solon Beef Days, uh, which is uh, great. Now, what I want to talk about, though, is who are the next guys that could be up on this list? Guys who are in the Iowa program who are athletic freaks and could be making a name for themselves soon. And really, if you look at what Bruce Feldman's been able to generate, when you see an Iowa freak athlete on that list, they are typically going to be a high draft pick. So these guys, not only in my opinion, have the ability to be on this list, but also have the ability to be high draft picks with the exception of two of these guys. So coming up on that, we're going to get there. But the first guy I want to talk about is Tyler Ellsbury. He is also a guy who tied with Tyler Linderbaum at Solon Beef Days with the toss. So um, always something to watch out for when you're looking for um, athletic freaks. Tristan Worf's a past guy who participated as well. And Tyler Ellsbury getting or tying for first with um, Tyler Linderbaum is pretty darn impressive. Tyler Ellsbury, a former top 500 recruit, a uh, four-star by some services, composite ranking, had a – three-star, but 24-7 sports, he had a four-star ranking, was the 210th best player in the um, nation. So that's a guy to watch out for. Again, offensive linemen are known from Iowa from being pretty athletic guys, 6'5", 292 pounds. He's a guy to watch out for as he begins to get more playing time, hopefully beginning to get more excitement around his athletic abilities. On the defensive line, there are several candidates, though, and that's really where I want to focus on. Y.A. Black, a mammoth kid. He has had so much buzz coming out of camp. He joined the Iowa football program as a six foot six, two hundred and fifty pound defensive lineman. He's up to three hundred pounds, and everything I hear from players, whether it's Tory Taylor or players in the program that I haven't had on the show, but just getting some information from them, why a black is a freaking beast, just a mammoth of a human being, and that is one of the reasons why people like Brett Siancia from Pick Six Previews has no problem saying Iowa's defensive line is going to be a top 15 defensive line. They look at a guy like Y.A. Black. They look at the buzz coming out of the program. And and Brett has talked to Kirk Ferentz for. He's talked to Iowa coaches. He knows what he's talking about. He's also hearing it from within the program. So that, to me, just goes to show you how big of a deal Y.A. Black could be. And after the season, I think we could see him possibly be on that list as well. Logan Jones is another guy, uh, a top-rated recruit who has set several records already in the weight room. And again, Iowa has a very renowned weightlifting program. Any guy who's coming in there as a young guy and setting records deserves to be mentioned as a top freak list. And then Deontay Craig is a guy kind of under the radar on that defensive line. I think he could be one of those freaks as well. Um, Came in and got some playing time and I think really showed out incredibly athletic, um, has some decent speed for a defensive lineman. He's a guy to watch out for uh, as he goes into his second year for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And apologies, didn't get any game action, but just it felt like there was a, a lot of hype over Deontay Craig last year and even this year coming into the preseason. So that's a guy I would watch out for. Two kind of guys I thought were interesting picks for this would be Dane Belton, though, and Riley Moss. Riley Moss is and was a speedster. He has a state record, I believe, in the hurdles. And from what I'm hearing from several people, he has just dominated testing, having just absurd times, uh, widely considered the fastest player on the roster, and a guy who could be 
if he has a good season from an interception perspective and continues to his development, could be one of the best cornerbacks in the nation this year. That's how much I believe in Riley Moss. I know some people are are not as high on Riley Moss as, as I have been, but um, if you take away you know one or two bad plays a year, he is has been such a consistent corner for the Iowa Hawkeyes. There's a reason why Julius Brent transferred, right? Julius Brent was a very hyped-up cornerback coming into Iowa and played really well in spot starts, but Riley Moss was not letting him get that starting spot. Another guy, again, Dane Belton. When you look at what he has to do, he has to have that size to be able to take on big linemen if he needs to play the run, but he also has to have the ability to play slot corner and even go back and play deep safety if he absolutely needs to. So he's really a chess piece on this Iowa roster. And when you look at his pictures, man, that guy just looks absolutely jacked. He's been a big-time hitter. Uh, people you know, have compared him in to some degrees for his hits to Bob Sanders. And to me, I think when anytime you can be compared to Bob Sanders, who was an athletic freak, you have to be considered for this list. So in my opinion, Tyler Linderbaum – was named on the freak list. Amazing um, kind of a preseason accolade for him, uh, showing just how superbly gifted he really is. A couple other guys I expect in the future, potentially Y.A. Black, Logan Jones, Tyler Ellsbury, Deontay Craig, Dane Belton, and Riley Moss. Let me know who you think your athletic freaks would be if you were to pick a list from the Iowa Hawkeyes. I would love to hear that as well. We will be back tomorrow, though, again, starting our NFL season preview with uh, the Denver Broncos talking through Michael Ojemudia, Josie Jewell, Noah Fant, Sean Beyer, um, even Barrington Wade. We're going to be talking all about that on tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, so stay tuned for that. And if you want more Locked On content, you got to check out the Locked On Bets podcast where you can get all the news you need on the team you want to be betting on. It doesn't have to be a guessing game anymore. You just need to listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag or wherever you get your podcasts at. And again, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it all. If you loved the episode, give us that five-star review and subscribe wherever you downloaded the podcast at. We will be back tomorrow. Have a fantastic Tuesday, and as always, let's go Hawks.